You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And here we are, folks. Yes, we are live. And uh, if you don't see the live picture yet, just give us a few seconds. This is live radio, and not everything comes together at the same time, always, as it should. But uh, but we, we will have it up. The uh, the cam, the live cam, will be up and running if it's not up and running already. And I just got the signal that it's up and running. So uh, let me cover up my mug here now. Uh, <laughs> so, so, yes, folks, we are here. We are live. We here at America's Web, Web Radio are pushing through. Uh, this is On Point with Victor. I am Victor Armanderes. Uh, I, You know, folks, I don't even know where to start today. There's so many things that I want to get to. Uh, in fact, let's take a moment real quick uh, for a comment from Dave. Yeah, my uh, comment is that um, we had a lady on from the DOJ uh, recently, not too, you know, a couple of weeks ago, and... Um, she has contacted us and was enjoyed being on the show and asked us to pass on, because of the uh, coronavirus, so many elderly are getting approached with scams on that they've got, uh, oh, Victor, if you'll just send me a check for $500, I've got uh, the cure for coronavirus. If you get it or your family member gets it, or, you know, and every scam under the sun, they're contacting um, the elderly that they have a cure, they have an answer to it, they have whatever. So the DOJ has come to America's Web Radio and asked us to uh, put out the word that if you are an elderly or, uh, you know, Anybody that gets a phone call and says, this is Joe Smith from the CDC or whatever, and if you'll send us this and that, uh, we've got a cure for, or we can keep you from getting coronavirus. So it's all built around scams and getting your money. So be aware of that, and we'll keep you posted as we do the Safe Senior Hour on Monday at 10, and uh, we'll keep you posted. So, back to you. <laughs> yeah, that's right, and that's a good message, Dave, because there are there are some things going on out there, uh, scams. Unfortunately, there are people that want to take advantage. Uh, there's even a group out there that's trying to call people, namely elderly, and sell them testing kits. And so, uh, you know, if you get a call like that, just be very, very, very weary and and do do your due diligence. Uh, so. So, uh, so yeah. I mean, it's 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 out there, unfortunately. But uh, but you know what? For the most part, Americans are awesome, and we will stand together. And when we do stand together, you guys have heard me say this before. There is nothing, even a virus that is the enemy of today, that can stop us. And I'm going to get into some things today, folks. We we cannot, in any way, shape, or form, shut down this economy. And I know some of you out there are going, oh, but Victor, the virus, the virus, the virus. Look, I'm going to give you some numbers today that I guarantee you're not hearing anywhere else. And But you've got to keep things into perspective. Um, we are America. We are Americans. We have the best ingenuity on the planet. We have a virus that's in the works, folks, and we did this within three months, not even three months. Um, 
No one else can, has done that. No one can do that. But we can do that here in the United States because of the private sector. And even, even with this virus that's going in, that has been in testing now for a week or so, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, the, the vaccine that, that has been in testing for the past week or so, uh, it's a private sector government, uh, joint venture. Now, basically what that means is it's mostly the private sector. Um, let's be honest here. But it is the private sector that, that's, that's ramping up production. It's the private sector that's coming up. It's the pharmaceutical companies that are going to come up with these vaccines and, and the methods of treatment, folks. It ain't going to be your government. And, and when I'm, what I'm going to touch on today that, that we cannot go into a total shutdown of the economy for an extended period of time. Because if we do that, it's not the virus you're going to have to worry about, folks. It's jobs. It's money. It's just making a living for yourself and your family. That's going to be gone because there are come. Look, it is. I, I have not checked the number lately, but but upwards of of eighty percent of the country uh, country's workers, the workers of this country, up to, upwards of eighty percent get their income from a small business. That means they're either own it small business or they have a job through a small business. And small businesses are going to be hit hard. And if we have a complete shutdown of this economy, then you're looking at small businesses that are going to go away. And some of these small businesses will not come back. And that's going to be thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of jobs that are going to be gone. Now, you're going to look to the government to take care of all those people? It ain't going to happen, folks. Where do you think the government derives its money? The government doesn't manufacture anything on a, on a level enough to support this country or the people in it. The government runs off the tax dollars that you pay from your sweat equity. So if there's no way for you to get out there and perform with your sweat equity, then you're not being paid. And if you're not being paid through the free market capitalist system, then there's no tax dollars going to the federal government. So if the federal government doesn't have tax dollars, where do you think the money is going to come from, from all these grandiose plans that they're out there and these programs that they're out there trying to shower you with now or, or, or this utopia that they're talking about? That they're going to be able to take care of you and everyone else if you'll just be dependent on on us, the government. You know that knock on the door you get, hey, we're the government, we're here to help? <laughs> yeah, please. We've seen through history what this does, and we've seen through other countries that don't have the system we have. So I got off on a little tangent there, but uh, I, do, I do want to welcome you all to America's Web Radio and the On Point with Victor show. Uh, but I'm passionate about this, folks, because we're better than this. We're better than Cuomo standing over there in New York. And look, let me say this about Cuomo. There are some things that he's doing and he's, and he's doing it right. And he deserves some credit. Um, just, just because he's a Democrat, I'm not going to come on here and not give him credit or where credit is due. Um, but I will also hammer him for standing up there. And on one side, he's doing some good things. And then on the other side of his mouth, he wants to nationalize everything. He wants to blame all the shortfalls of New York on the federal government. And folks, it just doesn't work that way. And, and so we need to be wary of, 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 of what they are saying and what they are demanding. And same thing with Newsom over in California. There are some good things that Newsom's doing. And then there are some things that Newsom's trying to go way, way too far because he sees an opportunity, uh, which is what I'm going to get to today also about the Democrat Party and some of the establishment Republicans. Um, it wasn't 
but a couple of weeks ago, folks, on this very show, On Point with Victor, that I was telling you about a guy named Ron Klein. And I was telling you a little bit of his background. And I was telling you about a guy named... Uh, Oh, I'm going to forget the name now. Uh, but there was a, but another Democrat, and it'll come to me here. But I was telling you about, about him because he uttered that phrase, don't let a crisis go to waste. Uh, don't ever let Emmanuel, uh, Rahm Emanuel, told you it'd come to me. And that came from the book. Uh, and, that, and that also came from, if you go back and read some of uh, – you can look at uh, the Communist Manifesto. You can look at um, – Sololinsky. Um, you can look at these books and see where this idea of don't let a crisis go to waste. Don't ever let a crisis go to waste. You can see where that frame of mind came from. And Rahm Emanuel is one of the last ones who uttered this, and it wasn't that long ago. This was during the Obama administration. Um, so I'm going to get into this today, folks, because we have to stand up and we have to be willing to understand that when there are people and businesses hurting right now, and there is a role for, for the federal government, and there's a big role for the states, more so on the state level. But on the federal level, there can be some rollouts and things that can be done to, to really, really, really help out the businesses, which in turn can continue to employ people. And there's a way to do that. And, and President Trump Thank God he's from the private sector because he's actually got his head on straight. Probably one of the only few up there in Washington that do. And I know some of you who hate him because you don't, you know, orange man bad is all you can think of instead of looking at policy. And right now, your enemy is the politician, not somebody in the free market. And look, I, I, I brought, um, there, not all politicians are bad. <laughs> so not all politicians are your enemy. But for the most part right now, there are a whole lot of politicians that are not your friend. They do not have your well-being in, 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 in their minds. They're using this virus as a way to try and trick you that everything is for you that they're doing. But, folks, it's not. It's all for them. It's all in the name of power. It's all in the name of creating dependency. And, and again, I know I'm jumping right into this, and some of you are out there just probably rolling your eyes right now at some of the things that I am saying. But I, I want to shock you into, into at least thinking and doing some research for yourself. I really do. I really do. I, I want you to stop. Don't be the kind of sheep that communism loves, that socialism loves, that dictators love, that tyrants love. Don't be those kind of sheep, folks. Here in this country, we shouldn't breed sheep, but we do. And and it starts with government education from, from preschool to high school. Uh, what am I saying? Even into the colleges. Uh, especially, I mean, and colleges, are in, and colleges are indoctrination zones now. And we have been pumping out sheep. Sheep after sheep after sheep. And, and, and we're Americans. We're better than that. This country was founded on greatness. This country was founded with great people. But today, it's being run by a bunch of idiots. And if you heard uh, our awesome friend down in Louisiana, Senator Kennedy, say something similar to what I just said, oh, that's where I got it. Uh, because he, he's, he was – I was so happy to see – that Senator Kennedy down there in Louisiana had the guts to on national TV. I can't remember what what news station he was on, but he basically said what I just said: that the country was found by great men, but today 
we're being led by a bunch of idiocy and 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 men that don't have your your interest at heart they have politics at heart so so I know I jumped into a lot, and and we are going full steam, um, folks. So so try and stay with me here, and uh, and 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 cut me a little slack too, because sometimes you know I get a lot going on in this head of mine, and I want to get it all out, and it's just hard to do uh, when I'm coming up against breaks, and 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 we just have limited time together, folks. So I want to make the most of it. Uh, so welcome to all of you, especially to all all my new listeners. Uh, we've been getting new listeners every week. Uh, we have new people that are watching on the can today. So hello and welcome to you all. Um, and I know, I know, I know, I'm already going to see some comments uh, about my shirt. So I'll try and make it really nice for you guys to see. <laughs> so, and this is not the official On Point with Victor shirt, by the way. We're going to come up with one, though. Don't you worry. So, so okay, folks. So I know I've already made some of you mad. And, and look, I, I – I like to put it in terms of I'm going to educate some of you today. And not that I'm some crazy academic, because I'm not. I'm just a common sense and logical guy. Uh, I'm just a guy who's worked ever since I was 13. Well, come on, let's see. Since I was eight years old, uh, I pulled a wagon around the the neighborhood to wash cars. uh, Because my dad said, you want an allowance? Go earn it. (laughs) So, so, no, my dad did give me an allowance. But, uh, But I did have to go out work. I've been working since about eight, nine years old. Got my first, I guess, real job when I was uh, 15. Uh, and I've been working ever since. I, I, I'm not an academic. I'm just a common sense and logical guy who did go to school. I did go to college. <laughs> so, um, I do have some background into what I talk about, but, uh, but I also can do research and I can read and I can put together again on a common sense and logical line. And that's what we need to do. That's what everybody needs to do. So, okay, folks, we're going to go to a break right now. When we come back, I'm going to get into some numbers that I bet you haven't heard. Some numbers about the the uh, Wuhan virus that you haven't heard. I gar- almost guarantee it. So stay, stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is America's Web Radio on Point with Victor. Want to give your family, our loved one, the perfect gift? Then go online and check out the TornadoBodyDryer.com. I love mine and the warm heat air massage it gives me after my shower. The Tornado Body Dryer is super. You'll love it, and you'll love having one in your shower. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. 
Whether cruising the strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back, folks. Welcome back. Hey, I, I want to, uh, you know, I love to have you guys interact. And uh, so I get live messages here through the uh, through the Facebook, uh, the America's Web Radio Facebook page, um, which is a great place because if you watch the show there, you can hit me up with questions um, while we're doing the show, and I'll try and answer them. And I, I have a comment here coming in from uh, a nice lady. And uh, she said, interestingly, the Chinese word for crisis is a combination of danger and opportunity. <laughs> so let's put that to use. I mean, think about that opportunity and and uh, and danger. That that's the Chinese word for crisis. Um, she's on to something there, folks. And and I'm going to get into that um, more so than than what I mentioned at the top of the show. Uh, so all right. You're listening to On Point with Victor. This is America's World Radio. Uh, let me give you some numbers here. Now, for those of you who want your Wuhan Chinese virus update, uh, I'm about to give it to you. So I want you to pull in closer. I want you to listen um, because I would almost guarantee and, and put down money, if Vegas were open, <laughs> I would almost guarantee and put down money that um, you haven't heard a lot of these numbers. So, so let me jump right into this. As of as of this morning, as of as of checking this morning, um, we have had uh, we have three hundred ninety eight thousand eight hundred thirty four worldwide cases. As of today, as of this morning, the number of cases of the Wuhan virus worldwide three hundred ninety eight thousand eight hundred thirty four. Now, let me remind you. A short time ago, in 2009, we had 60.8 million cases of, of, of the SARS, the, the swine flu, in the United States alone. Okay? So, so let's, let's keep – I want you guys to understand this. So worldwide right now, 398,834 cases. Uh, we've had worldwide, as of, as of this morning, 17,260 deaths. The recovery number, and this is, again, this is one of those numbers you probably haven't heard. The recovery number, the Wuhan virus, the Chinese virus, the coronavirus, COVID-19, the recovery number as of this morning, 103,748. 103, That's 103,748 people who are recovered who were part of that 398,000 but have recovered. David? I just got a uh, text message from Biden, and he said, you're a worldwide number. Does that include China? <laughs> yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> Mr. I am Joe Biden, and I forgot this message. <laughs> so, look, folks, um, I, I mean, it, it, that is the worldwide number, and uh, and I'll, I'll have to uh, – confer with uh, with good old joe maybe later this afternoon <laughs> so all right so that recovery number one you're not probably hearing 103,748 okay so you want to hear some more that you probably haven't heard um 
of okay, so we're like I said, three hundred ninety-eight thousand, almost. Let's just say almost four hundred thousand cases worldwide, because by the end of the week there's going to be four hundred thousand cases, folks, because we're testing more now. Um, which is another thing I might get into. There's a difference between um, spreading and a, and discovering. Um, right now. Now, things could change, folks. Look, I am not the all-knowing all authority on this, but I'm just going with numbers that are in front of me, numbers that you too can can look up, and applying common sense and logic and comparing to past viral outbreaks, you can do a common sense and logical comparison. And, and again, things could change. Things can always change. We do not know what tomorrow is going to bring. We can estimate. We can, we can make predictions. We can make theories. You can run co- computer models until you're blue in the face, but you do not know what's going to come tomorrow. So we can only work with the information we have today. And, 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 and if we, if we work through this information uh, on a common sense and logical level and not a hysterical level, then things really could remain calm and we can get through this and and again we're americans we should be able to do this so of the almost 400,000 cases worldwide there are 277,787 that are active cases worldwide so of that almost 400,000 number when you talk about active cases it falls to 277,787 have you heard that anywhere have any of you heard that on CNN? Have you heard it on MSNBC? Have you heard it on ABC, NBC, CBS, PBS? No, you haven't. You may not even have heard this on Fox News. Because as much as you guys like to, or some of you like to accuse Fox News of being the biased one, uh, they're a news agency that makes their money off ads just like any other news agency. So they may not even be reporting this. Um, I, I would almost say they, they, they might have. But, uh, but anyway, uh, so let me repeat that. As of this morning, 398,834 cases of the Wuhan virus worldwide. Of those cases, 277,787 are active. That means people are recovering. Okay, now, now granted, 17,000 of those were deaths and we do not want that to happen. I mean, I mean but but it's it's hap- it's happening. But when your number of deaths is 17,000 and your recovery is 103,000, folks, that tells me we're on the right trajectory. If those numbers were reversed, then yeah, I'd say we got a big bigger problem than we think. But those numbers aren't reversed, folks. The recovery over almost 104,000 people and the deaths are 17,000. That's quite the disparity. You've got almost 400,000 cases, but you've got almost 280,000 that are active. That means out of the 400 cases, 400,000, only 277,787 are active cases. Okay, you've got to keep this in perspective. So of now, let me give you this number because you're not going to hear this anywhere either. Of the two hundred and seventy seven thousand seven hundred and eighty seven cases, ninety six percent of them are a mild or less than mild case. Let me repeat that. Pull yourself in closer. Turn up your devices. And let me repeat this. Of the 277,787 active cases, 96% are 
are mild or less than mild cases. That means, let me put this in terms that uh, even some of those Californians can understand. <laughs> uh, that means 96% of the 277,787 cases, active cases, 96% of them, those cases, those people who have them, 96% of those people are having mild to little trouble. It basically, they have the flu. Okay? So 4% are having a harder time, but 96% are not. Now put that in perspective, folks. Your government, namely your Democrats, want to shut down the the country. They want to shut down the world. They want to shut down your job source. Puts you out of work. Because there are 277,000 active cases and 96% of them are mild. Now put that in perspective, folks. Now, some of you are going to accuse me of, of making light of this situation, and I'm not. I already told you. Things can change. Things can always change. We do not know what tomorrow will bring. But if you look at this through common sense and logical analysis, we are doing very well. We're on a we're on the path to a vaccine. We've got medication that shows it's working. Um, we see it working in in Europe, where they're having a harder time than we are. Uh, not all the countries over there, but some of them are. Um, now, folks, those of you out there who are screaming, but look at New York and look at California and look at the state of Washington. Yeah, that's where those are three states where most of the problem in the United States resides. California, New York, and the state of Washington. Now, look at New York. New York is a very dense population. So an outbreak is going to be worse there. An outbreak is going to be worse in California. Look at Just look at the sheer number of people. And in California, you had a lot of travelers coming from China. Folks, do I need to remind you that China covered this up for months? China tried to say, first, they tried to cover it up. Then they tried to say it wasn't that bad. Folks, we have people in our own media here in the United States. If you just do a little research back into January, we have people in this country, Democrats and the media and some establishment Republicans, that were telling you nothing to see here. We're going to be fine. This is over there. Because we didn't know. We didn't know how bad this was because China, the communist government that some of your politicians love, tried to cover this up. Had China been forthright, had China immediately, when they found out about this, if they had immediately alerted the, the world, we probably could have confined this to China. But apparently they didn't want that to happen. So California's in trouble because look how many travelers they get from the from Asia. And New York the same way. New York is a tourist trap, folks. So imagine all the people that got there before we knew. Folks, let me remind you something else. President Trump issued a travel ban from China in January. Uh, I think it was the middle to the end of January. As soon as he was told and found out how bad this could possibly be, he went against some of his own advisors. He went against the Democrats, and he put a travel ban from China. He was called a xenophobe. He was called a racist. He was called everything in the book except, <laughs> good job, dude, which everyone should look back and go and go, thank you. Thank God 
that he did that because this would be a lot, lot worse here in the United States if he hadn't. So the whole world would be better off right now had China been forthright. But asking a communist regime, to be honest, is like asking Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi to do the right thing. It ain't going to happen. So um, it's all right. So you, you, you heard those numbers right there, folks. I want you – and look, folks, anybody wants to email me to get the numbers or, or where I got those numbers, if you want, um, I'll be happy to tell you. You email me, victor at americaswebradio.com, victor at americaswebradio.com. I do not have a problem sharing any of my information, any of my uh, sources, as long as it's a source that I can reveal, which – most of them are, folks. I'm not that high up in the in the land of politics. So uh, every now and then, you know, I might have a few contacts here and there that I can't divulge. But uh, but most of my research, folks, comes from the same place that anybody else could go get it. So and folks, you know, I mentioned the economy, and 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 I'm going to get into some of this too after after the next break. But for those of you who like to read articles. And for those of you who doubt anything of what I'm saying, uh, look up an article by Art Laffer. Art Laffer. Uh, I believe it was in the – oh, gosh, it was either the Wall Street Journal, probably the Wall Street Journal. Look it up. Look up the article. It's got a great article about uh, what we're going to do to the economy if we're not careful. All right, folks. I know which is another break, but uh, it's going to be quick. So you stay tuned. America's Web Radio. This is On Point with Victor. We'll be right back. If your health insurance premium is more than your mortgage, Ellen Deal with Ideal Solutions is here to help. Whether you're a small business owner, individual family, or baby boomer, email MAGA45CAG at gmail.com, and I'll respond with three easy questions to help you determine if you can get away from Obamacare. As a 20-year veteran of the insurance industry, I'm here to help with all your insurance needs. Email Ellen Deal at MAGA45CAG at gmail.com. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. Normally right here I would probably play the Johns Creek Vietnam Veterans spot regarding the healing wall. And uh, Mike Mazel, who's been in charge of that, he's president of the association. Uh, he and I talked yesterday, and like so many other things, they have canceled the ceremony that was planned for March the 28th, and uh, they've postponed it, not called it off, just postponed it, and will be announcing a new date probably sometime in May or early June. So those of you that had made plans to go and and uh, be at the ceremony, the ribbon cutting and the governor and everybody else at the uh, Johns Creek Healing Wall, which is a replica of the Vietnam Veterans Wall in Washington, D.C., and it's the one that traveled all over the country, bringing in relief and closure to many, many families and many veterans. Is The ceremony has been postponed until further notice and we will be the ones giving you that notice as soon as we as soon as they establish the date and uh, we're past and beyond our crisis of the day so with that being said we'll get back to victor right after this you're listening to america's web radio on the americas broadcast network.com thank you for listening 
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Victor Armanderes. I lost the role there. I lost the role. <laughs> All right. So I have another listener here that um, wanted to who's, – and this is a good question. And some of you folks, you're not going to like this question either, but, uh, but it's true. He wants to know, what about the illegals? What about the southern border? Folks, look at Italy. Do you want to see what open borders will do during a, a viral outbreak? Uh, just look to Italy. They didn't do a travel ban. They didn't control their borders. They, you know, a lot of the EU is is buying into this open border business, and it it's it's not good, folks. And again, it should be just common sense and logic. If you have a viral outbreak, and it's con- and it's it's contagious to the level that this contagion is is at, and and let's be honest, the the uh, Wuhan virus is very contagious. Um, probably more so than the swine flu was. And if you take a situation with a virus like that, let's say it's weaponized. Let's say this was done on purpose. And you have a group of people that are infected, and it's easily transmitted. And you send a group of people at different points on the southern border. So they're entering California. They enter Arizona. They enter Texas. They enter, uh, you know, all across the border they just and then from there from texas they go to uh, louisiana and they come on across over you know they fan out you get you hit the east coast you hit the west coast uh david yeah my understanding is the borders are closed oh guys. right now they are the I, canadian the, border and, and the, the southern border and the southern border and yeah i believe uh, i stand corrected but i i believe that uh, part of the southern border closing was because that uh, all of a sudden, there were a lot of Chinese trying to get through the southern border. Now, that I can't confirm, but I do know that the Border Patrol was finding a lot of – that they were finding cases of p- people infected, or at least believed to be infected, that they were having to put in quarantine. Um, but but you're right, David, what we've done right now with the borders. But but what I, what I think this, this listener was alluding to was before this viral out, – before the viral outbreak happened, and we were having a, a argument or, or politicians arguing over a border wall and protecting the border, you know, this is what Trump was talking about. Trump, as some of you still believe, hates Mexicans. Trump doesn't hate anybody. I don't believe he does. Now, I don't know his heart. But I do know things he's done and the people he's helped. And a lot of those stories will never make it to the media. But I know a lot of those stories. But anyway, uh, but if you look at a border situation and you don't have it under control, let's let's say when we get through this, folks, we go 10 years down the road. And let's say, um, um, uh, unfortunately, let's say a socialist Democrat gets elected. And they open the borders. What do you think will happen to the next viral outbreak? What do you think will happen in this country? If, if look, China hid the fact that there was a virus outbreak, which means they were allowing people to leave, which means we didn't know about it. So why would we stop people from coming over through airports? So imagine if they had to send people to the Mexican border and they just started coming over. This would be and could be a lot, lot worse. So we need to to learn lots of things, but but as that listener pointed out, we really do need to reevaluate how we control our borders. And there's nothing wrong with controlling your borders on the north and south side because we are a sovereign nation. And you cannot be a sovereign nation without border control. It doesn't mean you're racist. It doesn't mean you're a nationalist. It doesn't mean you're a xenophobe. 
It doesn't mean any of those things. It means that you're a sovereign country. And just as Germany should do, France should do, Italy should do, Spain should do, England should do, just as they should put their citizens first, the United States should always put its citizens first. Folks, if you have a politician out there asking for your vote and they're making promises to the non-citizen, you need to run away from that candidate. No candidate in this country who's running for an office to represent the American citizen should be making promises to the non-citizen. Now, again, folks, I'm not mad. I'm just right and passionate. (laughs) I might be a little passionate, but... But I'm not mad. I'm just right. So, all right. Let me. <laughs> Folks, I really wanted to come and have fun today. I really did. But but I, I, I have so many people asking questions. And, and I do see the fear out there. And, and look, folks, there's nothing wrong with having fear. But we have to keep our common sense. We have to keep our logic. We have to keep our Americanism. Folks. The largest army in the world and the biggest navy in the world way back in the 1700s couldn't stop farmers, librarians, uh, uh, cooks, you name it. But they couldn't stop Americans back then with the largest army and navy in the world. Why should we think that this virus is going to stop us now? So keep your common sense. Keep calm. You know, we see those shirts all the time. Keep calm. Keep calm. Keep your common sense. Keep your logic. Um, We're Americans. We're going to get through this. Um, But I really, 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 really want to put this in. I I wanted to put this in perspective to you because, again, I'm, I'm sure those numbers that I gave some of you, none of you have heard. I'm already getting some feedback on those numbers that then none of you guys have heard. Um, you know, there's a website that you can go to called World O Meter. World, the letter O, Meter. Go to that website and you can see the numbers that I gave you. You can see how many cases the world has. You can see how many are active, how many are non-active, how many are recovered. How, you can look up that yourself. You know, your media could do that too, but they won't. Because they're going to sensationalize everything, and and it's just it's 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 a real sad day. Now I want to get into a little bit of of what I mean by the Democrats and the establishment are not your friend. I want to get into a little bit about uh, uh, why the Democrats are are using their mantra, "Don't let a crisis go to waste." And to do this, uh, I'm going to go to the phones because I'm going to have help with this. And on the phones right now, I believe is Mark from New York. How are you guys? <laughs> hey, Mark. Welcome, welcome to On Point with Victor. Mark, uh, I, I, I would like. I, I want. Let me ask you, Mark. Are Are you doing okay? I know you're up there in New York. How are things in New York? Well, they're they're currently redesigning the logo. It's going to say "Coronavirus Loves New York." <laughs> um, it has become. You know, here's the bottom line. As we always talk about on your show, incompetence of government cannot be cured by more government. Hmm. And if you need to get a lesson in that, just look at what Mayor de Blasio has done and Cuomo, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Although he's going to snap back in shape when uh, Trump kicked him around a little bit. You, you know, Mark, that is uh, some truth 
there. You know, I said earlier, there are some bad things that Cuomo's doing, but there's some good things that he did do. And I didn't point out the fact that Trump basically had to put a boot in his <laughs> nether regions. Yes. <laughs> he basically, you know, what's very interesting, is if any of you out there are thinking of voting Democrat, think again. Okay? Everything was going fine this weekend. They almost had an agreement. And guess who showed up from her house in San Diego with the giant wall around it, Ms. Pelosi. Speaker Pelosi gets back, and what happens? She says, are you guys crazy? Remember Rahm Emanuel, his mantra, and I think you stated that earlier. Mm -hmm. His best mantra, never let a major crisis go unimpeded. Yep. And Mark, not only did he say don't let a good crisis go to waste, he said, and this is Rahm Emanuel, Democrat from Illinois, of all places, uh, Chicago, to get to get you know real, uh, he followed that statement up with, "If there is a program or a bill that you could not get past in in the in your history or 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 your biggest wish list that you could never get past, pass it during a crisis." Or, or you know, I was looking at some of the the regulations, the House Rule six three seven nine coming out of Congress. It's eleven. It's fourteen hundred and three pages. Can you explain to me, in an emergency, what bunch of morons are writing a bill that is fourteen hundred and three pages long to get people money in their pockets so April first they can pay their rent, buy some food? What exactly. idiot? You know, somebody said this morning. I think it was one of the uh, Congress, one of the Republican congressional members. He said, this country, I think it was Kennedy, actually, this country was founded by geniuses and is now run by idiots. <laughs> I talked about that earlier, Mark. It was. It was Senator Kennedy from Louisiana. I mean, if you He's look at some of this model. stuff that, that Pelosi wants to get in there, it is incredible. People are suffering now. They need help now. And now she's putting in items for global warming well, that Mark, the airlines must let- make carbon emissions deferment let me give you an idea mark let me let me let me give you an idea and the listeners everyone out there who's listening right now and and this is what mark is talking about Um, so they may call it the relief plan they may call it the it's for the children whatever they call it they always give it a nice name but this is what mark is talking about nancy pelosi and and chuck u schumer uh, from New York. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this is what, ladies and gentlemen, listen closely. This is what Mark is talking about. They stopped They are this, putting in there. Well, they stopped this bill, Mark, to put in same-day voting. They want to put yeah, in... voter registration, same-day. Yeah. Great idea. They want to put in eliminate the post office debt, so they want to throw some money at the post yeah. office. Oh, don't forget paying off the student loans for and ten this, grand. Yep, yeah, they want to do that. They want to put in subsidies for solar and wind industries. They want to put a a, a unbelievable stringent uh, rules on the airline industry, who, who's getting hammered right now. Uh, they want automatic to, extension of non-immigrant visas. Yeah. Don't forget that one. Yeah, and now, and they want to fully fund parent parenthood. What does any of those things have to do? With helping people right now. Oh, wait now. a second. You missed the $35 million for the John F. Kennedy Center for Performing Arts. Ah, exactly. Unless that's being turned into a hospital, someone kind of explain <laughs> that to me. Yeah, exactly. So this is your Democrat Party, folks. Those of you who are listening, because I know some of you are listening to me, this is the problem that people like Mark in New York uh, have, and myself and other people have with today's Democrat Party, because they do not have you, your interests first. They have their political interests first. 
and just by looking at what they're trying to run through. We have a crisis right now, and you have a president. Mark, we have a president right now who's also from New York, who actually believes in the free market system, knows how business works. This man had to sign paychecks. and, and really I, I can it. tell you this much. Me and you could solve this problem in about three hours. <laughs> I think you're right. It's very simple. You need to get, and, and, I, and I can't stand it. it, makes my blood boil when I keep hearing, you can't give the money to the corporations. Would these mm. morons in Washington wearing the Democratic bozo hats please take them off and understand America is employed by corporations? All right, and, and small business, corporations, big and small. It, it just, it doesn't matter. A corporation is not an entity in and of itself that goes off and does what it wants. Mm-hmm. You can put limits on what they do. Money that you give to corporations can be used for salaries, for rent, so the landlords don't go out of business. That's what you... Well, it's very simple language. You know this what? This money can be used for A, B, C, a, B, D, and C, e. exactly. It doesn't need to be 1,403 pages. Right, exactly. No, it does not need to be. It could be... You could sum this up in five pages or less. But, Mark, let me remind you, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a man that's well-loved across the world uh, who, who happened to... who have been a carpenter way back when... Who, and he walked on water, who, and, and I believe he walked on water. Who said, so, uh, he, "This is this is where government should be coming from," which is what this this wonderful man of a uh, said way back when. That you know, if you give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day, but if you teach him how to fish, he's going to feed himself and how many others. So when the government wants to infuse use taxpayer dollars to infuse business to help people then you you put that money to the employer so they can pay the salaries of the people and keep them employed because if you just try and give everybody a thousand bucks it's going to be gone mark and what a week i have a theory on this also my theory is is that the democrats want to destroy america right now remember they Mm. were talking about rebuilding it before we even had coronavirus right well they wanted to remember this started back mark in 2008 uh we want to fundamentally change the United States. Oh, yeah. This is a Bernie test run right here. <laughs> well, that too, yeah. Bernie right. Sanders test run. Crazy loons running the country and well, running it right into the ground. You know, they used to talk about the Republicans wanted to push Grandma off the cliff and mm-hmm. run the, the car into the ditch. Mm-hmm. The Democrats want to build the ditch, bury the ditch, bury it so far down that when we run the car off based on their spending, that it's going to stay there. Well, remember... Remember what Obama said way back uh, in his administration? Uh, you, you, you can come along for the ride, but but the Republicans going to ride in the back seat. He said that, folks. I ain't making that up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm seeing, and <laughs> I gotta tell you, Joe Biden still has number one on his coronavirus hit list parade. Don't become xenophobic. What does that have to do with yeah. solving the problems? Well, people out there should know. That the Democrats don't have their interest at heart, heart when the number one concern of a Democrat today is, are you being racist and xenophobic because you, you refer to it as the Wuhan virus? Now, yeah, Mark, and I'm, I'm not certain. Here's my other problem. Well, Mark, hold, hold that hold. thought. Hold that thought. We've got to go to a break. And when we come back, I'm going to let you have the floor. So hold tight, folks. We'll be right back. This is On Point with Victor. 
You can keep your doctor, you can keep your plan, and every family will save thousands of dollars a year. I'm Ellen Deal, and if you've been hurt by the Affordable Care Act, you can email MAGA45CAG at gmail.com to see if we can help. Small business owners, individuals, families, and baby boomers, email MAGA45CAG at gmail.com for three easy questions to determine if you can get away from Obamacare. I'm a 20-year veteran of the insurance industry and here to help you for all your insurance needs. Get your pen and paper ready. If there's a move in your near future, I'm here to tell you that the folks I used and now recommend is around town movers. Timothy and the guys recently moved me, and I am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not-so-fun experience moving. Call Timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience. Around Town Movers for that local or cross-country move. Timothy, Around Town Movers, in my opinion, are the best. That's Around Town Movers. Call them. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is On Point with Victor. I'm going to get back to Mark in just a second, but before I do that, I've had some listeners reaching out to me. Uh, If you are trying to find me and comment where I can see it right now, uh, go to Facebook, go to America's Web Radio, and click on Live Video. And then you should see my wonderful mug. And uh, but then you can log. You can. I don't even think you have to log on. I think you just as long as you go to that page, you can comment, and I will see them coming up in real time. Uh, so those of you out there, because I know uh, uh, awesome listener Paulina, Irvina, um, maybe even Luce, uh, uh, they're all trying to chime in right now. So I want to hear from all of you, and this is the best way to do it. So go to America's Web Radio Facebook page, click on Live Video, and you should be able to do that. So okay, Mark. You were yes, about sir. to get into an awesome point, I am sure. So the floor is yours. Well, basically, the, the, here's the biggest problem I see here: is they are missing the point. Okay, this is not something. Listen, we're going to run into pandemics all over the place. Okay, we've done it before. We did it in 2009. The bottom line problem here is that government is unresponsive. Government is like zombie land. Things move too slow. It's too stupid, and by the time they're done arguing, the virus is gone. <laughs> right. You know, It'll eradicate you, have, itself. you have a bunch of guys in the front of this who are trying to get out ahead of it, which are the Republicans, and you have the Democrats that are acting like anchors on the ship, mm-hmm. and they're just pulling them down at each and every turn. I mean, everything was going fine until Pelosi showed up. <laughs> then all of a sudden, the Democrats woke up again. You know, you know Mark. They became the, the masters of mm-hmm. the universe, and they tried to turn around and take the country in a different direction. They tried to say, okay, we need this, this, and this because we have the ability right now to pressure the Republicans, okay? This is a very simple fix here. Isolate the virus. Work on the disease. Isolate and notify the people, okay? The people who have it, and they're they're talking in New York. Why do you think New York is the center of this disease? Because they're stupid. Because the government is incompetent. You have well, Comrade de Blasio running the city, okay, 
I can tell you I was in two weeks ago into the city, and I let three subway cars go by before I got on one. Why? Because they were packed in like sardines. If one individual in that subway car had it, the thousands of people now have it. Because they knew about this. This is not something novel. They knew about it since January. You know, everybody acts like it was a giant surprise. You know what, Mark? Let me pause you for a second because you just hit on something that, of course, my logical common sense mind is you just sent me off on on a direction here. Is it not, Mark, the Democrat Party and the socialist, um, the socialist Democrats, the Democrat, you know, they're all one and the same pretty much right now. But is it not this party of the Democrats that is telling us on a daily basis that we must move to mass transit, that we must stop driving and flying, that we must be packed like sardines in a train? Is it not? Yeah, well, they're, they're taking down the airline industry, which is what AOC wanted with, to do in the first place. Right. In her Green New Deal, she wanted to take down the airline and just move to trains. So, Mark, if the Democrats have been telling us for years that we need to be packed into trains, what is their answer now? Because yeah, their answer is to, to go call out the military. Exactly. They and blame mobilize the, the National Guard to make sure that there's three people for subway car. It'll take you eight hours to get to work. Right. So, I mean, so, it, their, their solutions are, are, the problem with the Democrats here is that they're not, they've never been, for the most part, reality-based, and that's no. a really big problem in this country. Because most of them, Mark, have never held a job outside well, of government. You, you have people like AOC involved in government. Need I say any more? <laughs> well, okay, a pencil eraser would be more effective. <laughs> because at least it could correct the mistakes that the Democrats are making. Um, yes. But it, it seems kind of, you know, we look at it and we, we can do it on this program, we can laugh about it a little bit. But you have a guy who's in charge here who's a businessman, and now you kept hearing him say you don't want the cure to be worse than the virus itself. Right. Half of the country who were Democrats went, huh? And the Republicans went, yeah, you're right. Yep. If you shut this country down, you will destroy it economically. Right. You will completely destroy it. So you have to come up with better solutions. You can't just say, let's give $100 million to the juvenile detention centers. Let's give $3 billion to the food service industry because they're going to give, you know, the kids who are away from school now don't have any food. The problem is that under Obama, for eight years, you committed this country to making people dependent on government. When government is incompetent, you cannot do that. Well, it leads to exactly what we have here. That's what Massive outbreak of stupidity. Well, that's what the government education has been doing you know the, the, i i say all the time that the federal government should have nothing to do with educating your children and the reason is is because when government controls education they control the flow of information and when government's controlling the information flow that's indoctrination that is not education and, oh I, uh, I have to point something out i thought it was very important that i missed that in my notes here um <laughs> the democrats are looking to bring back the obama phone program in the <laughs> because coronavirus that'll stop the virus bill. that'll stop the virus out right it's just in, it's incompetence from the top down, and that's what the problem you know, is. You know, they always say trickle down economy. Mm-hmm. Well, trickle down government isn't working either. You know, Mark, I just had another listener point out that uh, breadlines. You look at what's happening in your stores when you're going to a store now, and, and there are bare shelves. If you want this to be a daily outcome in your everyday life, then go ahead and vote for your local Democrat and your federal Democrat. Go ahead and put them in yeah, power. But, you know, I have to blame a little bit of. The, the backbone of this the country also is when they saw that this was coming. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they had to be aware of that it was going to be this bad. 
But when you saw people buying pallets of toilet paper, <laughs> you say, wait a second, you know what? I ordered 30 pallets and that guy just took a whole pallet of toilet paper out. Maybe mm. I should start reducing the amount that you can take per person. And, and that's and that's on the store. That doesn't even have to be mandated by government. That's, because if you look at Costco or Sam's, if you go in now, they're putting limits on how much, how many right. waters you can See, take per and, day. And this is, what, this is what panics people. People are like yeah. lemmings going over the cliff. Well, they're like There's sheep. There's not a supply line mm. chain problem. No. It's that if you sold 40 million rolls of toilet paper a week and you sold 40 million in an hour, <laughs> you have to take time to replenish to it. Replenish. Georgia Pacific doesn't and, replenish it in a minute. And let me tell you this, Mark. Um, if there's a disruption in the supply chain, it's because of some of the Democrats around different states, including Georgia, and I know they're doing it in New York, are trying to shut down truck rest stops and, and other avenues for the trucking. Ind- now, if you shut down the trucking industry, Mark, what do you think is going to happen? You'll shut down the whole country. You'll Listen, shut down the country. It goes back to our point before where are the Democrats trying to destroy America right now? Well, you know, Mark, a lot of people are going to go, that's hyperbole. But I will tell you, Mark, that you have hit onto something here that that, that I'm probably going to have to get to in another show. But if you don't think that today that there are academics out there right now, along with the Democrat, with some in the Democrat Party, who, who want to use this as a chance to take down the current system and they rebuild it into what they think their brilliant academic minds think that would work, which would be a social socialistic utopia. I think you're what, probably what I would honest. ask that your listeners, and you do have a ton of them, what they do should do is go to the Congress.gov and look at the bill. If you think that yeah. we are not telling you the truth, look if you Democrats out there think that we're blowing this up, okay, no pun intended, go mm-hmm. look at the bill. Go yeah. look at the billions of dollars that they are spending on mm-hmm. useless programs useless. to deal with coronavirus. Right. If, if, and, Mark, you, you hit it the best. If, if they would sit down in a room with Trump and say, okay, Here's the money we're going to shell out. Here's who it's going to go to. It's going to go to these companies so they can pay their workers and the workers can keep their jobs. Uh, and and you can do this on a state level, which is where the you know the states need to be better equipped. We could get through this much better than than what. Except the for New York State, I wouldn't <laughs> let them handle the bubblegum machines. Well, now that's a good point, Mark. That is a fine point. But but it's but it's true, Mark. There is a solution here, and it's not government. Um, you know, government causes problems, and then they like to come in and say that they have the solution, which you kind of alluded to that before, Mark. Who in their right mind is would, would, would want the government to be in charge of everything? Do you want the government in charge of production for getting your toilet paper to the no, store? It, it, like I said, my, my famous line is incompetence of government cannot be cured by more government. Mm-hmm. That's a great, it's perfect, Mark. Mark, I'm going to have to leave it there. Thank you so much for joining me today. Fantastic um, show, everyone. Stay safe. Be smart. Awesome. Thanks so much, Mark, and and thank you, everyone, listening today. I love the comments. Keep them coming. Uh, Victor at americaswebradio.com, and stay tuned. Locked and Loaded with Roger B's coming up next, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.